Hey, welcome to the Dear Sparrows podcast. Um, I just want to take a minute before I start and just thank everyone who listens weekly. <laughs> um, it means a lot to me, and I am excited to see the stats and the numbers and see that there are quite a few of you that listen weekly. Um, encourage you, please give me feedback. Tell me what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear more of, because it really blesses my heart. And I pray... Um, I pray so much over this podcast. I pray that God would tell me exactly what he wants um, me to convey weekly, and I pray through it. And I think a lot of that, God speaks a lot through community as well. So I want to hear what you guys want to hear about, Um, because it means a lot, and it matters. It matters. These podcasts are for you, and so if you were listening today, there's a reason why you're supposed to listen today. There is some reason why God chose for you to listen and why you felt compelled to press play. So that being said, let's get started for today. So I always start with something kind of cool. And if you skip this part, that makes me really sad. Um, So I hope you don't. But this weekend, um, it's wedding season again, I swear. I'm in my late 20s now, and I've been to so many weddings in the past few years. Um, But I mean, they're all wonderful. They really are. But this this past weekend, it's one in... um, I had to go alone, which kind of sucked because going alone to a wedding is kind of the worst. And even when you like try and like form a group and then you're like uninvited, but whatever. Um, I digress. That's TMI. But um, it really sucks to go to weddings alone. And so I went to a wedding alone this weekend. I almost didn't go. I was I was like, do I really want to go alone where I don't know anybody but like two people? And they're part of another group, and I'm probably not going to be able to sit with anybody, but I still went. And I ended up having, like, a great time. Uh, God was so good, and I ended up being introduced to some really lovely ladies and really got to know them and their stories, and that was cool. But anyway, my point is with the story. Um, So I was about to leave, and then they're like, all the single ladies on the floor. And so I was like, I know what this means. (laughs) So I, I start making my way over. And uh, the bride goes to throw the bouquet, and <laughs> I caught it, <laughs> so that was kind of awesome. So I've caught four bouquets. I don't know what that means. If anyone knows what that means, if there's some, like, old wives' tale, please let me know, because I'm very curious about that. But they're lovely, and I feel really blessed that I caught them, um, and I care a lot about the bride, so that was really cool to catch her bouquet. So I still don't believe that happened. I'm still bugging over that. That was such a blessed occasion. Oh my goodness, God's so good. So anyway, that was just my weird little story of the week. It doesn't pertain to like anything we're going to talk about, but it made me really happy. So today what we're going to talk about is um, God refining us and a lot of sanctification. Um, So a lot of that comes from John 15 where it's talked about. But I want to go kind of backwards because the Bible is really cool and that nothing is contradictory. And today, when God speaks to us um, through the Holy Spirit, it, if it contradicts the Bible, it wasn't God. And that is a big way that we can test the spirits. James 4 calls us to test the spirits with things. And so if you feel that God is leaning something on your heart, it's never going to contradict what the Bible says. Um, but another beautiful thing about the Bible is because it is a perfect work of God, the things of the Bible match with each other, and they build upon each other. And so if we look at John 15, it talks about um, abiding in the vine, right? And Jesus being the vine. 
And I think it's very interesting, the imagery here and what was chosen to be conveyed. Because olives are very important throughout the Bible. They have a lot of symbolism. Like Joshua, when they went into the promised land and they sent the spies out into the promised land, they came back with giant olives to show the abundance of the promised land of milk and honey, right? And that was really neat. Um, oil, when you were anointed with oil, it was usually an olive type based oil. And Psalm 52, David, who's the man after God's own heart, he shares how he is a man deeply rooted in God. He's a flourishing olive tree, deeply rooted in God. And what's interesting is if you do any study on olives and olive trees in particular, they are one of the um, longest living trees in all of creation. So think about being a flourishing olive tree. Just think about how neat that is. There are olive trees in the world that are over a thousand years old. And if you think about your roots, now it's very key to look at how he describes that. So he's a flourishing olive tree, deeply rooted in God. So that shows his longevity. And it also shows where his root is. And because he is flourishing, he is flourishing because he has found his root within God. And so that's important to look at. The imagery of that, and then in John 15, the imagery that Jesus uses. So if we look in John 15, Jesus talks about abiding in the vine, abiding in him. And if we abide in him, he abides within us, right? And he continues further that a pruning process must happen. So what is pruning? Well, if you've ever worked in a garden um, or... Even if you haven't, that's okay, I'll describe what it is. Pruning means that you cut off even the good fruit because you know if you cut that off, larger fruit can grow. So it's creating room for growth, even cutting off something you would already deem good for a greater benefit later on. And so that's what God does within us. Even if we're good at something, he wants to make us great in it. And so he prunes us right? So Hosea 6 talks about he has torn us apart, but he puts us back together. And that's a beautiful image because it's in the same way of pruning. So God will take us through times of something called sanctification. And sanctification means becoming more like Christ. And so John 15's imagery of pruning the olive branch so that more can grow, so that larger can grow, is really vital when we look at the aspect of what that means in our own Christian lives and our faith. And a lot of times people wonder, you'll, you'll see a lot of people that are Christians, they're like, well, why, why is this bad thing happening to me? I love God. Why, why is he being mean to me? And, and I will admit, I've said that before. <laughs> I've had crying fest where I've been crying and not understanding why God is allowing something to happen. But he's allowing something to happen because he wants to do a deeper work within us, a refinement. He wants us to be greater and do greater than what we can ask for or imagine. And so he does that to strengthen us in the end. So he puts us through these seasons that are not easy. They're hard. They hurt. But it's for a good reason. And so John 15 really ties in well with Ephesians 3 as well. And that's Ephesians 3.20 is kind of the famous coffee mug verse that he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ask for or imagine. But in order to really understand that, we have to look at the verses that come before it. So Ephesians 3 starts um, in verse 16. Now you being deeply rooted within Christ may come to understand with all of the saints 
how wide, how far, how deep, and how great the love of, is of Christ that indwells in us, so that he may be able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than all we could ask for or imagine. And when you look at that in the fullness, that changes everything. So when we find our roots in God and we abide in that vine, that's what changes things. And that's vital to look at here. So kind of want to move forward with that. So what does that mean? How do we apply that to life? Like, okay, great. I want to abide. I'm going to sing that abide with me, uh, him. I'm jamming it. What does that mean? Well, that means honestly being open and letting God do a work within you, letting him refine you. That's not easy. (laughs) And it hurts. And it's going to hurt a lot because pruning literally means taking a knife and cutting off the fruit so that more can grow. That hurts. Um, It's a lot less painful when you look at it in Psalm 37, 4, when it says to delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, people will take that verse out of context because they're like, oh, yep, Jesus, you're rad. So give me money, give me stuff, give me what I want. But what that really means is when you find your delight in God, when you indwell in God, you're allowing him to overtake you. You're allowing him to mold and shape your heart to what he wants. And something I pray often is that the desire of my heart would be God's will, or God's will would be the desire of my heart, rather, because I want to desire what he wants and what he has planned for me. And that's what it means to delight ourselves in him. So when he does come through and he fulfills those things, we're even more happy because they were what we have been wanting in our own heart, what we've been desiring to have, right? And it's just a beautiful thing to think about. So when we look at that in that context, it changes how we might even respond to something bad happening. We might look at losing a job as actually a blessing. We might see something that God is doing a greater work that he actually does have a plan and letting him do this refinement, it's going to change us as people. It's going to grow us as people and we're going to become stronger people for it because he could just allow the good fruit that is right there to remain, to not grow, to just stay as is. But isn't it more, isn't it exciting and more beautiful when God can take that and then expand it and grow it to be more than we could ask for or imagine? So I just want to encourage you guys to to get in the Word, to really deeply enrich yourself in the Word, get to know His character more. But don't fight the work God's trying to do. When we are people with open palms and we allow God to move in our life the way that He wants us to move, that's when true growth can happen. And I think this is even true with relationships in our lives. A lot of times we cling to them so deeply. We cling to them so tight that we don't know how to let go of them. But when we give them to God and we let him take it on, we know then if they remain or if they grow or if they flourish, that's of God. But if we let go of them and they do not flourish and something happens, then we know that that is the will of God. And I think it's a lot more peaceful when we know that that was his will and that was what he was doing all along. And so it really comes into giving God our heart. And that, it takes time. It's not going to be just a one-stop shop where we pray it once and it happens. And sometimes it might. But really giving it to God. 
with an open heart and trusting him and trusting that he has our best planned. And that matters. So I want to encourage you all today. This is kind of a short podcast for the most part. Um, But I try not to make these super long because I just want to have a lot of meat. I try and hand out meaty meals. But read John 15 thoroughly. Look how God talks about abiding in him, abiding in the vine, finding our flourishing nourishment from the vine. And give to him things in your life that you have been clinging to, things that you know you should give to God. Because he might not remove them, he might make them even better and grow bigger and better fruit from it. Or he might remove them, but you know whatever he's going to replace it with is so much better, so much beyond what you could ask for or imagine. But it comes from being deeply rooted in him to get that. So I just want to encourage you guys for that today. Um, And whatever you're going through, whether it's a friendship that you feel is struggling, whether it's a relationship that you don't know if you should keep waiting or not, whatever it is, that you would seek God on it, that you would abide in him and you would allow him to do the work that he needs to do within you first. And then that can spur the growth, right? So I will pray us out. Dear Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for the people who listen to this podcast. And I just pray for them, whatever is going on in their lives, whatever um, trial or yielding that you feel that you were, that they feel that you were doing in their heart, Lord, that they would submit it to you, that they would with open palms, hand it to you and trust you, that they would know that you have their best in mind and that you know how much that thing means to them. And the fact that they are giving that to you just shows how much they love you all the more. I pray you would do a transformative work in each and every one of them, Lord, and you would bring to them exactly what you want. Lord, we praise you and thank you. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed day, guys. Hello, and welcome to the Dear Sparrows podcast. So this is our intentional Christmas series. Um, Today we are talking about giving, which is something that a lot of people, I think, struggle with. Um... Mm -hmm. During the Christmas season, there's the last minute people who normally they don't know what to give. And so today we're going to be kind of talking about how to intentionally give um, and bless. And it doesn't have to be expensive. Yeah. So Bethany's going to open us up in a word of prayer before we really dump it, you know, jump into everything. Hey, y'all. Um, yeah, let's go to the Father. Um, Jesus, I just thank you for your heart in this Christmas season and this message that uh, you want to share with Callie's listeners today. And I just pray, God, that you would uh, speak to their hearts on what they need to hear, on what they need to be reminded of, or uh, just encouraged today. Um, I just thank you for this opportunity to be a part of Callie's podcast. I thank you for Um, the Holy Spirit being here and speaking through us. This is all for your glory and um, we just love you, Jesus, and we just pray and ask that this would be your words, not ours. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. <clears throat> so I think one of the biggest things of the Christmas season that I see with people is they get very stressed out about buying presents because they're under the fallacy that presents need to be expensive to be worthy. Mm. Um, and that is totally a joke and a lie. I mean, I think there's some people that are excessively worldly and they totally base love off of dollar signs but for the most part people who have any substance about them that's that's not 
Um, and you know, I, I think that we all can kind of fall into a pit of putting value in numbers, but that's, that's not how God rolls. And, um, Mm. I don't know. One of the biggest things I look at is, um, kind of the five languages of love and how to, how to properly give. So I think looking at how somebody receives love and really, you know, even asking them, just kind of being upfront, what is your love language? Like, how do you receive love? Um, and then giving in that way. So if, if you have somebody who quality time, that's how they receive love, then schedule a time that you and that person can go and do an activity. Can um, you explain what the five love languages are? If you would if go for it. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> um, guys, there's this awesome author named Gary Chapman. Shout out to him if he's listening. Uh, he wrote this book on the five love languages and believes that this is the universal love language of humanity. And uh, there are five of them. And each of us uh, have a order in which, uh, from top to bottom, our strongest love language, the way that we feel the most loved when we receive something, um, and the way that we give something. And so the five are uh, gifts, um, giving through gifts or receiving through gifts, acts of service, so um, doing something for someone that maybe they can't do for themselves or have asked you to do and they show up and do it and that just means the world to you or do it Mm -hmm. without asking, Um, or are you doing that for them? Um, Then there's quality time, spending time with someone very intentional, uh, going out and doing an activity with that person just means the world, it makes them feel so loved. Um, then there's words of affirmation, obviously just encouragement. Um, it, it could be a text, it could be a phone call, it could just be hearing, um, affirming words, uh, that can just make someone feel really, really deeply loved. Uh, and then the last one is physical touch and physical touch could be through a handshake. It could be through a hug. Uh, and so, yeah, so these are the universal five love languages brought to us by Gary Chapman. <laughs> Thank you. That's helpful. Um, yeah, I think being thoughtful. I think mm-hmm. noticing, like, little subtleties, because people get so stressed out about, like, how, like, my gift's not going to be good enough or this or that. Mm-hmm. But honestly, looking at how does that person receive love? So if the quality time, that's a big thing with them schedule something for you guys to go do a paint night or go out Mm. to lunch or do some sort of activity where you would get quality time and time just to be together um if it's words of affirmation I I actually tend to I like write people Christmas cards along with their gifts and so I kind of like write and like pour out my heart in this little card (laughs) (laughs) um but I think it's kind of like a cathartic thing to do um or or looking at different ways like that because that can bless somebody so much more than just like a gift card mm-hmm. you know or or share a memory with them if you have some inside joke that is really funny and that you would giggle and laugh or some memory that's really cherished and special i think finding a gift pertaining to that can mean more than anything because if they look at that even if it's a keychain of a place that you went and remembering that memory or something like that yeah. can really Bless because when they look at that, they're going to remember that you were thoughtful enough to think about them. And that means so much more than, honestly, a Starbucks card or anything else. Because it's heart and intent, and you put a piece of yourself and your yeah. friendship into that. Um, and looking into how that is. And I think in the same way, God 
does that for us. Um, God speaks to us in ways that we can comprehend and understand, but there's those God winks and those gifts that God will give in ways that only we would get it. And if we told anyone else, it would sound so totally weird and off the wall, but maybe not always, maybe sometimes saying it, like they'd be like, oh, that's cool. But, but for us, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a little gift that God would give. Um, maybe it's like a license plate in front of you and there's like an inside joke between you and God or, or just a wink and a blessing in that. And I think that's, I think that's what Christmas miracles are made of, but it's a little corny, but I think it's true. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Bethany is going to share a little bit more on giving. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So personally, I have learned a lot about giving, a lot about holding back. And God has really been working on me in this area and just teaching me that uh, giving is something we should be doing out of love and worship, not because we have to. And so if you feel... And I've been here, you guys. I'm speaking from a place of total vulnerability and honest honesty and um, truly just learning. I'm learning right now a lot about giving. And Callie really teaches me a lot about just being kind and oh, thoughtful and giving so much. She gives the best gifts, y'all. Um, <laughs> it's true. Um, but God I is- give love by giving gifts. And so, like, <laughs> that's why I'm broke all the time. but but it's so cool because when you find that gift that's going to mean something for them it does it means so much more than just grabbing a gift card or grabbing something and being like I hope they like this Mm -hmm. and really intentionally picking out something that they're going to remember and look at or wear or use or Mm -hmm. you know it's something that's going to mean something the rest of their life it's a treasure Um, and so God has just really spoken to my heart lately on this and just how, when we give, don't give out of impulse. Don't go pick up a bunch of things because you've gotten behind on birthday or Uh Christmas gifts. Go, um, pick out something with the Holy Spirit speaking to you in that. And, um, maybe if you don't hear the voice of the Lord yet, we will pray for you and pray that you do because it is a wonderful, incredible gift we've been given. Um, But even if you don't hear from God necessarily or you doubt and wonder if you do hear from him, um, think of, like Callie said, think of those memories. Think about when you're walking through the store. um, Think about what that person wears. Think about how what that person talks about what they pay attention to um what are the things they suggest when you hang out um just start picking up on those little things that mean something to them or an inside joke like Kelly said um or even just something encouraging something that um might be highlighted to you in a store go ahead and pick it up um But also be super thoughtful and wise because God has entrusted us with our time, talents, and gifts. Mm -hmm. And um, that's for a purpose. Those things, um, money is a seed. Money is something that we can plant for someone um, through a gift, through time spent going ice skating or um, going to a game or going to dinner or whatever it may be, um, that is a seed that God has given you to plant in another person's life. Uh, or giving someone um, some money that may need it more than you do or just 
putting back into the kingdom um, in your church in offering. I know that a lot of people, including myself, um, kind of cringe when you get those uh, sermons on <laughs> the <giving>. tithing sermon. <laughs> the tithing sermons. Everybody in your seat just kind of gets a little lower. You turn the and... <laughs> podcast off. <laughs> like, Everybody's skip. dropped out now. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Conviction. Um, but I just want to encourage you guys that if you've been holding back and all of us were created to give. All of us were created. God literally gave his son and we are made in the image of God. And so because of that fact, we are literally in our beings created to give and we're created to give back to our creator. We're created to give back to humanity, to this world, to our friends, to our family, um, and to the church and to the kingdom work of God. And so if you don't know where to start, but that burning desire is inside of you, or it's just this little tiny mustard seed up inside of you that wants to start giving and wants to give gifts in this season, it's not too late. You can start now. You can start super small. Um, go pick up a candy bag. A friend would love that. Um, go pick up, uh, you know, something from the Dollar Tree. Put together a little hot chocolate gift. Whatever it may be. It doesn't have to be uh, X amount of money. It doesn't have to cost 50 bucks. It doesn't have to cost 50 bucks. I no. think there's something to be said, too, for just really intentional and well-thought-out notes. Yeah. Um, I saw this cool thing. So I get the Magnolia magazine with mm-hmm. Joanna Gaines. And I love this idea she had. It was taking handwritten letters that meant a lot to you and framing them and putting mm-hmm. them up. And I, every year for my birthday or Christmas or anything, I tell people, like, I just want a handwritten letter. Like, that's what I want. And then I'm sincere. Like, I I really want just a, a loving handwritten letter that's not just, like, Merry Christmas signed X. You know, mm. like, but a, a well-thought-out thing because that's – those are things you keep forever. I mean, I have letters and things that I've saved from 25 years ago that I look at from time to time and they really mean a lot yeah. to me. And it's special <laughs> and it's cool. Or Yeah. Um, I have this little picture my grandmother drew me of a bunny, and literally, the thing is 25 years old, um, but she and I had this little inside joke about, we had this, like, character thing back and forth of this, like, little rabbit, and it would have adventures, and mm. we would, that was kind of, like, something that was special between us, and sometimes I look at it, and it's like, I'm so happy I have this, and yeah. it's literally drawn on, like, lined paper, but it means more to me than anything. It's priceless, and I think those little things are they mean a lot they do keep them it's Um, true and you can start a tradition if mm -hmm. if there's something that maybe you want to start a collection of something for your friend and you know that that's going to mean a lot to them or for a family member something that god had me write um sometimes giving is really hard especially if you have a relationship with your family that's in a rocky place mm-hmm. and um, something that God actually called me to do a few years ago was to write a Thanksgiving journal um, for my mom and my mom and I didn't have the closest relationship we were fighting it was rough um, and it was really hard to love her it was really hard to see what God saw it was hard to see value in her and in our relationship and over every single day over a period of I think it was probably three years um God had me write down something and intentionally 
think of or ask God to bring to mind something I'm thankful of in my mom. And that's something I encourage you guys to do. If there's someone in your life that you're having a hard time um, picking out a gift because maybe they've hurt you. Maybe um, you don't have the strongest relationship with them right now. Maybe it's a parent, a sibling, a friend. Um, I encourage you to still uh, seek God on what to give them. Um, even though it might be painful, it's really going to bless you and it's really going to bless them. Um, and, I agree with that so much. And bring peace to that situation well, it's and that relationship. love out there. Um, yeah. And love covers a multitude of sins. And so maybe that person, you're harboring some unforgiveness or something like that, and they've hurt you, but, but giving and loving um, and pouring out, that's what we're called to do. Yeah. And, and to be kind. And I think this is such a season of being kind more than anything, mm-hmm. um, not holding back and not um, you know, so much of the year, like, you know, it's, there's so much time to, like, everyone's so bitter and weird but for some reason Christmas seems to be the only time of year where people are like let's be magical and you know like a little bit more it's true let's be merry let's be merry let's be magical (laughs) let's you know and even the Grinch he turned that way you know like and Mm. and they're more open to it I think and I think this is such a season also where we see people so much more Mm -hmm. um just at parties or different events and I think it's such a season to give love and give yourself and give time um to these people intentionally and without restraint mm-hmm. and something God's mm-hmm. been teaching me a lot lately is I am I'm such a feeler and I'm like <laughs> so filled with like emotion yeah. all the time <laughs> it's great guys and well and I I almost like sometimes like things will like burst out of me and like the other day I had just this amazing conversation with one of my guy friends and I just felt like there was so much, like, God stuff going on. And I wanted to just, like, burst out and be like, you are my brother! And, like, hug him. But I didn't because I'm like, that's weird. Callie, don't do that. And the other day I was I was actually talking to his sister and I had shared that. And she was like, no, you need to do that. Like, don't restrain that. Like, don't hold that back. Don't hold back mm-hmm. um, that emotion and that love because that means something to people. Yeah. And that's a connection piece that they have. And I've really been in a season where... God has been teaching me that not to hold back and part of us giving is giving that love and it's not always going to be well received yeah sometimes they'll be like cool thanks you know but still giving that and and being yourself and sharing your heart sharing is giving and 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 giving that out and putting that in the world and that can change a lot and that would also bless people to know later that they you know if you they can approach you and yeah. You know, if, if you were like, you really mean a lot to me, I value your friendship. When they're going through a hard time, they probably will be a little bit more open to talk to you then. Yeah. And have more of that conversation and that connection with you. So I'd really, I think that's a big part of giving in this season is um, just I giving agree. up the kindness and love. And, and not just now, like throughout the year, but people are more keen to do it right now (laughs) yeah I think something God's been convicting me on that I realized today I was running into uh, the grocery store for something earlier and I 
God was just like, look up, Bethany. Like, look at my people. Look at my creation. Look who I made. Because we're so quick, especially in the hustle and bustle, to ignore eye contact with everyone. While we're driving, what's the first thing we do? Make sure don't look at that driver, you know? And Sometimes you don't want to. Well, you sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's not. Maybe they won't have the If you were the in nicest. Carytown, I would avoid that. Um, <laughs> But when you go into a store, when you go in anywhere, smile, be kind, spread love. We are Christ followers. We are to embody um, what he was on this earth and is um, still to this day. And uh, God was just convicting me. He was like, Bethany, I want you to look at people. I want you to see their faces. I want you to be able to pray for people. I want you to see that they have a story. They have a vulnerability. And if someone's mean to you right now, if, if this is a season where you're experiencing a lot of spiritual warfare, maybe within your home, within your friendships, within relationships, just know that there's a lot of insecurity and brokenness and hurt going on inside of them. And a pastor, um, I was watching a sermon earlier and it was talking about how we are incredibly divinely created, but we are also created fragile. And because of that fact, there is brokenness. Because of that fact, everyone is fighting their own battle and that's why there's a quote that says be kind because everyone's fighting their own battle and so make eye contact with people in the parking lot make eye contact with the drivers next to you smile wave give that hug like Callie was saying don't hold back tell someone you love them tell you never know if you're never going to get that chance again and you also never know they might need that they might be praying for that and you might be the answer to someone's prayer and so if God is leading you if you have this urge to go and give a hug give an encouraging word don't think it's weird don't hold back it might be weird it might be but it's not our responsibility to uh to predict or to worry about or think about their reaction to what we did or how they react it's just it's not our responsibility our Mm -hmm. responsibility is to give our best and to glorify God and so if we're giving our best and at the end of the day when we hit our pillow we can say I gave my best today I gave my best and even though that person maybe at the cash register wasn't very nice I still gave my best maybe my dad and my conversation didn't go great that's okay I still gave my best And at the end of the day, you just got to remember that we're not trying to be perfect. We are coming from perfection. And so... And coming from a place of love. We're coming from a place of love. We're coming from a place of... You don't have to have this figured out. And And there's so much grace. Yeah, there's so much grace. And give your best, but also know that, like, what you have and what you do does not dictate how much God loves you um and yeah we're we're just here have fun enjoy life enjoy this Christmas season it's gonna go by really quick and things change every year it does I'm realizing more and more how like I'm like getting emotional because like I'm (laughs) I call it nostalgia in the moment when you're like this is gonna matter a lot to me one day Mm -hmm. like this moment today I was working with my youth kids so I'm a small group leader with with my youth and 
we were sitting at lunch and I just was really nostalgic in the moment because I just like one of my girls one of my favorite girls is, is about to graduate in yeah. the spring and she's gonna go to college she's going to Liberty and that's awesome but I miss her mm. and I know things are gonna change and I know my life's gonna change and I don't know who you know I don't know how much longer I'll be you know in this position or whatever else and so I think really cherishing and making those memories yeah. matter and being intentional with that that's a huge part of giving um I call it the snow globe memory, you know, like <laughs> creating those kind of memories and, and giving to allowing yourself to be so in that moment that it's a memory that you can pull down and look at one day um, in your memory and, and you shake it up and be mm-hmm. like, I remember this just as it was and mm-hmm. and really pondering that and embracing that as life won't stay like this. It will change and yeah. that's okay and it's okay to let the glory days be today, mm-hmm. the glory today you know kind of thing and enjoying and embracing that and I think I think even honestly in January we're all gonna feel like remember back three weeks ago (laughs) when when life was grand and there were so many cookies and now I'm stuck oh my god (laughs) uh yeah guys just enjoy it soak up this season and embrace that everybody is in a really great mood right now everyone is really happy and that is a beautiful thing um, something that I know we need to wrap up, but something that God just put on my heart to share with you guys. He shared with me a few weeks ago, um, actually for this podcast, um, <laughs> that we've been planning on now we gotten to, but it's okay. We got snow um, the other week. We and did. So this, this podcast keeps getting like postponed and postponed and postponed. But it was all good. But it's good. And all the snow is actually gone. We got a foot of snow, 13 yeah. inches of snow, and literally there's not a stitch of it left because it rained really bad. I it's wish okay. I had like beautiful. been more like <laughs> in the moment with it. So. <laughs> um, to encourage you guys and also to challenge you guys, uh, this has just been burning in my heart to share with y'all. Um, in this Christmas season, as we're coming up um, very close to Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, remember what it's about. Um, as this is an intentional time of giving, also remember the gift that was given. Um, remember the sacrifice that was made for you. Um, and I pray and hope that the grace that God has for you, you can extend that grace to yourself and to others and, um, receive that. Uh, and also it's so easy to get so caught up in the hustle and bustle and the Christmas decorations and the present wrapping and the movies, the Hallmark Christmas movies and the Christmas music. And that is all beautiful and perfectly okay for us to enjoy. But also don't let the season slip by without recognizing and sitting back for a second and resting and realizing what the season is all about in the first place. Don't let Christmas Eve come and be the day that you remember. Remember it today. Remember it right now because this is what it's about. This is the celebration. This is the time for us to um, just thank God for giving us something we don't even deserve Mm. and um something for me that god convicted me and i challenge you guys i know it's so easy to just turn on the christmas music and listen to it all season long but i realized something in that that when we're so wrapped up in the world's idea of christmas we miss it and we start feeling emptier and emptier and needing more and more and we start 
fixing our eyes on ourselves. And it's really important, y'all, as you're hearing this, hopefully God is speaking to your heart. And maybe you're already doing this, but I just encourage you guys, get in your word. Don't stop your devotionals because you got a million gazillion things to do. Spend time with Jesus. Don't do it because you have to. Do it because you want to. And turn on the worship music. Mix it up. Um, I really encourage you to do that because I also know that we have an enemy that wants to distract us and keep us from looking at Jesus and looking at what this season is all about. And so I just encourage you guys and challenge you guys in that. And um, I hope that this uh, brings joy to your heart. And that wasn't, you know, to just convict you. That was to excite you because we can enjoy God's miracles at this time, especially uh, just don't forget what it's all about and miss it mm -hmm. and come Christmas Day or the day after Christmas and just lose that joy because you've forgotten what it's all about. And yeah, so that's, that was my, I that's agree. what God to share with you guys. <laughs> no, that's so good. So um, I'll pray us out. Yeah. Lord, thank okay. you for today. Thank you for um, the listeners on this podcast. And Lord, I just pray that you would... Um, Help us to be able to receive this season and receive you, but give back mm. to um, you in praise and adoration to others that we care about and we love and extend kindness and give kindness to those that maybe we're even having a hard time with. Lord, thank you for being um, all that you are and for all that you're doing in our lives. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. Um, tune back next week. We'll have Love you guys. Another for you. We are. <laughs> we'll have another podcast on intentional Christmas. Um, every week in December there'll be a podcast and then we'll be back to our alternating weeks thing. So yes. keep on listening. Bye. Have a Merry Christmas. <laughs>